0: So, like, as a as an anti-scary movie person, I should watch it. I feel like you would still enjoy it. I would still enjoy it for its for yeah. its
1: cinematic qualities. Yeah. All right. Well, if you guys didn't know, um, I have a few guests with me on my podcast today. And uh, first, welcome to the Movie Bugle. Thank you for you guys joining in. Um, you can actually catch me on my Instagram page at the Movie Bugle. I post movie reviews, anything that I'm interested in on there. And I wanted to talk about this movie because I know there's a lot of people who enjoy it. I really enjoyed it, but I wanted to bring some some guests with me on here. So first I want to introduce my brother from another mother, Rich. How you doing, Rich? What's good? What's good and happy to be here. Thank you so much. And then the other person I wanted to bring on, this is someone I actually love talking movies about because most of the time we have differences of opinions, but I actually really enjoy that. But someone that i care about a lot a good friend of mine jester how you doing jester what's going on thank you hey let's
0: let's keep it real though we have (laughs) differences of opinion but you have
1: marvel colored glasses when you watch movies Mm -hmm. so so i don't think i have like marvel colored glasses i think that i just have a soft spot for marvel so but i do i am critical in certain movies like there's certain movies that i just don't like that's fair i mean
0: but you know the glitz and the glam of marvel movies sometimes bleed into other films and i'm like come on
1: justin these movies are not that good but also like i i feel like i, I i'll give a pass for certain movies because i'm like it's just supposed to be like a popcorn flick i don't take it that serious
0: that's fair that's yeah. fair and you know one little thing with me and uh, i'm out you know yeah, so. you're just
1: like i'm not gonna deal with it but hey this is how our conversations usually go so yeah yeah I, I absolutely love it. we always have good conversations yeah. when it comes to movies But yeah, so that's why I wanted to bring you two on because I know you're passionate about this movie and you know I haven't had rich on this on my podcast in a while So if you haven't seen top gun maverick, it's okay We're gonna talk about some things in the beginning our overall impressions in the movie And then I will let you guys know when i'm gonna get into spoiler territory Um, I have some things to say about it, you know, mostly good. Actually, I don't know if I have anything bad to say I just want to have a general conversation about it, but First impressions, uh, since, Justin, you haven't been on the show before, what was your overall impressions of Top Gun Maverick?
0: Well, Justin, I know that you know, and I mean, the listeners don't know, but I am a very critical person when it comes to films, and it it doesn't pain me to say this because of the quality of the film, but I highly rate it. I mean, uh, it's an A-plus for me. There's there's no denying that grade for me personally now granted i have an incredible bias towards top gun it is one of my top movies of all time as campy and as i guess in hindsight maybe a little cheesy as it is now as far as like the you know the patriotic you know recruitment pseudo mission that the navy had in the movie itself when it originally released however uh for me uh the film is is fantastic and uh yeah i highly rate it and you know, most people don't, you know, know me, so they don't know how important an A-plus rating is when, when it comes to it's me rating important. films. <laughs> so I, I very, very rarely give an A-plus, and um, I feel like this will probably be the best film of
1: the year. Did you grow up watching Top Gun? Yes. Okay, so that makes sense. Um, Richard, what about you? What's your overall impressions of Top Gun Maverick? Um,
2: first off, wait, how did you introduce him as what? Jester. Okay, so you were talking about how important the film is to you, your nickname for your whole life, or for however long you've given yourself a nickname, is Jester. Where does that come from?
0: Well, it comes from Top Gun, obviously. Okay. Well, I mean, so, maybe not so obvious, but yeah, I mean, for yeah. those that don't know, in the original 1986 version of Top Gun, Jester is one of the instructors at uh, the Top Gun Flight School, and... Uh, It was a name that was bestowed upon me when I used to uh, play with my brother, like when we were having, you know, kid playtime. I could never be Maverick or I didn't want to be Goose because Goose died. Uh, You know, I I could never be Viper Hollywood. Um, The actor that portrays Jester in the original Top Gun is Michael Ironside. My government name is Michael, so that's how I was able to be Jester. And it didn't hurt that the one of the infamous quotes in the original Top Gun is Woohoo, Jester's dead!" And my brother loves saying that. So, oh no, yes, yeah, sir. So it's I mean, kind of it is a bit morbid, but he I mean, is. you know, you know, that's that's just brotherly well, the competition, The good thing right? that
2: that statement was was in training, so Jester wasn't really dead, but yeah, he, yeah, in yeah. training naturally, naturally, yeah. But um, okay, I just wanted them to understand where Jester came yeah, from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jester's a big part um, of my life as so, Top Gun so is. So yeah. it makes sense that Top Gun's is a big part of your life. So for me, um, I actually probably hadn't watched the original one in its entirety um, until two days before I went to watch this one. How much
0: had you had seen
2: of the movie? Would you say like 75%? Like It, it there wasn't enough for me to be like, oh, I remember everything in the plot line of the whole movie. Fair enough. And, and so, um, but the thing is, is that I had an infinity growing up for jets. Um so I had coloring books but also posters F15, F14 specifically. Uh or maybe the F15 by then by the time I was collecting because this movie was made in 1986. I was born in 1985 um and the numbers of the F15, the F jets as the years went on as they progressed they just add a number and Every time they make a new one. And so I think maybe by the time I was into jets, it was the F-15. But still, um, the jet life fascinated me. How fast the planes flew. um, Also, how the technology that went into them and the money that was spent on these jets. So I was about going fast. I had also cars for posters as well growing up. So I was just always into the jet and I was kind of a nerd like into the like the science of like what made these jets fly um so that's what put me on the radar for Top Gun honestly I probably had Top Gun toys more so than 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 watching the movie that makes sense because yeah jets. and so um yeah but I watched the original uh two days before watching this one and I appreciated what it was for 1986 um, for the actors and just even what they did with the jet, then in 1986, filming um, the movie. Um, and so, with this one, I came out of the movie saying this was a classic movie. Classic The Good Guy. Uh, no spoilers. Uh, classic you talking about um, the original or the new version? The new version. Um, it was just a classic movie. It was just a classic movie, a classic, like it felt like it was good storytelling. And then on top of that, completely blown away by the technology of the planes they were flying and the way they filmed the planes that they were flying. Um, because I also from previous research understood how much practical stunts there were in this. Obviously, there's some CGI, but... There's a lot of practical stunts. And I think uh, that amazes me um, that they could do that. So I think overall it's a great movie. And um, that's my, it's a great movie all through and through. Um, the acting is way better than 1986, but I think in general acting in 1986 versus now any movie in 1986 is going to feel a bit, uh, dated, a bit dated and campy, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Um, but, uh, you know, they did a good job of like, Keeping some of the same music scores, but just updating the music scores. Um, And, uh, you know, definitely keeping to the theme of like this kind of like San Diego beachy like vibe because that's where Top Gun School is. And um, Actually, the the
0: new school is actually in uh, Nevada. It used to be in, in San Diego. In this In, movie. in, in the setting. the setting the, the, yeah. the, the, the Oh, the setting, oh, the setting, the, in, setting this, the in this movie. film. Yeah, yeah because yeah. the original was based there, so it wouldn't make any sense for, sure. for them to for have sure. done
2: the new version in Nevada. But exactly. just for clarification. So I think at this table, because I think Justin and you probably say the same thing, uh, the movie, we give we all give it a high rating.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think for me, like I definitely enjoyed the movie. Um, I'm really big on spectacle and practical effects and i think one thing that tom cruise is really good at is making sure there's as much practical effects in his movies as possible like he's i would say tom cruise is probably one of the last like typical or like old-fashioned hollywood like movie stars that we have like what i mean by that is like back in the day there was there was actors and actresses that used to draw people out and they, like even like directors like a anytime a, a Steven Spielberg would put out a movie people would go because of the name Steven Spielberg um i would say in, like in new times, Christopher Nolan. Nolan's the only one you know in my opinion um, I would I would say also oh, oh, I would say Jordan Peele as well. You
0: know who's coming out too is uh TT what what, what oh, Taika, yeah, Taika, Taika, Taika yeah. Wadiki, yeah. So like this But he's he's new on the scene as yeah. far as like going to see one of his movies exactly. specifically because, because he yeah. he did the movie regardless. And then at, at some point probably like early
1: 2000s, M Night Shyamalan as well. Right. I mean after success with uh Sixth Sense, right? Yeah. So I would say Tom I would say yeah, Tom Cruise. Yeah, Tom Cruise is probably one of the like the last few like Hollywood movie stars where like no matter what it is, people are gonna go see it because it's him. And I think he takes that serious. Like I saw an article that said he goes and watch like movies like in theaters, and he appreciates the movie going experience. And one thing that I wanted to like just talk to you guys about as well is this movie was pushed back so many times because of the pandemic, and Tom Cruise wanted this movie to come out in theaters and after seeing it I understand why he wanted it to come out in theaters because this movie was made to be experienced on an IMAX screen or Adobe or like a 4k 4d theater it wasn't made to be watched on your phone at home for the first time so, like, watching it, like, Jester, you saw it once before we saw it, but, like, just watching it on that big IMAX screen, like, how was the spectacle of it for you?
0: Well, I think that it was necessary. Yeah. I mean, there's there's really no other way to say it than you just do yourself a disservice. Not only the movie, but you do, do yourself a disservice. Like, you're, the enjoyment factor of seeing it in IMAX is, is you know, outstanding, right? So, if you don't... If you don't see it in that way, then I don't think you I don't think it's fair to you at all as a as a purveyor of entertainment, as right. someone who's looking to escape for a little bit. Yeah. I mean the whole point of going to the movies is to escape from your real world and put yourself in a different world, right? right. So they built that world specifically for that screen and that's a, an imperative aspect of this film. And I'm not going to say that it's going to be difficult to escape your world when you watch it, you know, when it eventually ends up on Paramount Plus, on streaming, or on DVD, or whatever. It'll yeah, but still be good. There's but more distractions there, different.
1: and you can't really experience a movie like that, you know, for the first time. Like, we were talking a little bit about, um, like, a quiet place. Like, so for me, like, one of the reasons why a quiet place works really well the first time I saw it is because I watched it in a theater that was super quiet. Yeah. So you can feel the anticipation. Like, our audience, for the most part, was really good. There was this one like idiot in there that kept like screaming at the screen but for the most part like having like a movie like that like a blockbuster moving and enjoying it with other people adds to the like excitement of it especially when you're like in the third act and stuff like that so I, I think it was meant to be seen on the screen. I'm glad he kept pushing it back, and I'm glad he was adamant about that, watching it in theaters. Well, just as an
0: example, I mean, look at uh, a movie like Tenet, where uh, Christopher Nolan didn't get his way, and it got put on streaming, and it didn't make as much money. and It, it did, came out in theaters, too. I know, but it also, but it wasn't solely done in theaters. And that was the way that Christopher Nolan wanted it. Yeah. And it didn't have the same impact because to be honest with you, because I knew that it was coming streaming, I, I just didn't make the effort to go see it in theater. I knew that it was going to be on streaming. So I just watched it, you know, there and I did it myself a disservice because I think that it would have been better in theater, uh, after, you know, in hindsight watching it. And I think that if they had released this as well as streaming and in theater, first of all, it obviously is not going to make as much money, but, but secondly, a lot of people would have regretted seeing it on streaming and not seeing it
2: on, on the big screen. I think sometimes it's a little bit of a, it's where filmmaking's going. Um, I think still the movie is a good movie. Um, obviously any experience you see a movie in, like traditionally the movie theater is a the place with the best sound the biggest screens that's just traditionally what it is and it it's still gonna have a bigger screen in your house right and more speakers in your house uh but some people could experience it at home and i think they would still rate it as a good movie right and i don't oh, think absolutely. i don't think um there would actually be any regret like you know you watch it turn the volume up and and uh you know the way it was filmed is is uh going to immerse you in the film. I think also some of the delays from the filmmaking is actually like, uh, when they decided they wanted to make this movie, I was reading an article and it says that, um, it took 15 months working with the U S Navy to figure out cameras that could be mounted in the cockpits that, that, um, met all of the safety guidelines to fly, to fly, to be in the air. So they, they you know, whether that's weight or wiring or power or, or whatever it might be. And then they flew three planes to film from the outside of the planes and they had to specialize, they build those cameras um, and get gimbals that were wind rated that could withstand the wind and, and the G-forces. Um, and Because they had regular plane, but they had jets, other jets that they used with cameras mounted on the outside of the jet pointing at the jets that the actors were in. And then they had to like, the equipment, all of it was top of the line, all of it developed with the Navy for this, but also to make sure that the extra cameras weren't going to make the planes crash. And so that's uh, something you have to think about when you're in the air, but so camera comes loose. So there's development, there's all this development that went into that. And I think that was some of the delays too, because of what they wanted to do and how fast they wanted to go and how many G's they wanted to push. I think I was also reading like these pilots were able to withstand up to eight G's. Um, the actors, like they, they trained themselves to withstand. And so like, um, you know, then they need the camera equipment to, to, to also work and withstand it. So it's a lot of development. When you see movies like this, that things are created specifically to film the movie, um, that also, you know, kind of crazy when you think about that, like they made these things and these rigs and these housings and working with engineers to make a camera that can sit on a jet
1: flying at like, have to speed the sound right and (laughs) and for that i appreciate that effort i think that just that adds on the extra weight for me of my enjoyment because of the practical effects because it's really easy to put someone in a built plane on a on a sound stage and do cgi and a green screen you know what I mean? And you can spend three years on CGI and make it look real, but I feel like the fact that it was actually done, like they were actually flying those planes in the air, just add a little bit more weight to the, like the scenes and it makes them that much more enjoyable for me. So
0: there's no denying that practical effects is what makes the movie. If it was CGI, it would not be nearly as impactful as, as it was. Yeah. And, and I mean, going into it when you know that it's all practical effects and you know that those actors are in those planes, it makes it that much more enjoyable for me, I mean, and maybe that's because I'm in that crossover of when before CGI was that imperative in making movies of this caliber, but Also, it shows that even in today's standard, you can still make movies without as much CGI being CGI reliant and and focus more on practical effects. Because at the end of the day, you know, the human minds, you know, and the human eye, you know, it, it, it takes a little bit of effort to trick it. And, you know, we can still pretty much identify when CGI is being used right now still. So I don't think the technology has gotten to the point where we could use or rely on cgi to trick us into thinking that a practical effect is cgi if that makes sense
1: i feel like it depends so like you were talking about like a marvel lens before so i would say from a critical standpoint like a critical eye for me is if you go back to iron man one right his suit was half cgi half practical effects And whenever he was walking around and actually using the suit, that was CGI. But I feel like that CGI in Iron Man 1 was way better than any CGI that we got in, like, recent movies because he wasn't in the suit. He had, like, on a little chest breastplate thing and then everything else was CGI. So it's kind of like there are CGI that still looks amazing, that that looks really, really good, that they took their time, but part of it is because of the practical effects in it. It's not just someone in front of a green screen and you can tell it's they're not there or like they're not in the suit or they're not in the plane. Well and the other thing obviously is
0: like as far as Marvel stuff is concerned, is like humans can't fly. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's like, so you know that that's not a practical effect. It has to be CGI. Whereas, you know, people can fly a plane and planes can do these right. things. So it makes sense to, you know, to, make that practical. To that
2: note, I think it goes into the planning of the filmmaking. So when you write the script or you look at the storyline to your note, if it is something that we know is fantastical, anyways, then it's going to be fantasical. Yeah. Right? And, and And so just make that fantasy look real right, right? Yeah. um where in this like instance, neo
0: flying in in matrix uh resurrection like yeah but, obviously we know that it's yeah, not real yeah, but it was still a practical real. effect i mean he was still on wires and he still jumped from the buildings yeah you know what I'm saying?
2: yeah but what i'm saying is is like you know we know and we expect that there is not the technology for a suit or spider-man or, or iron man and yeah. nanotech to just emerge. And yeah. like, you can't One make day, that hopefully. a practical effect, yeah. right? Um, So it's like, we know that. We get it. The actual practical suits are much better now. Like, sure. when you see the actual physical Iron Man suit or you see the Spider-Man suit, you're like, oh, shit, it looks real. Or the Black Panther suit. Even because, on on Hollywood Boulevard. Because they put, like, the technology into what we do have for physical fabrics and those type of things and th- and, and that and the like. But we know what those things do. We don't We're not there yet. So it's fantastical. So we get it. So our brains almost prepare ourselves already for it to be, you know, fantasy filmmaking. But in a situation where we know that these jets exist, we know that they are, this is a real, it's set in now. It's set in a time frame that is now. Um Then our brains appreciate getting real effects. Like right. appreciate we appreciate it. We're like, oh, okay, that makes sense because there are pilots flying these jets right now, you know, um, I don't know if we're to the spoiler part, no yeah. we'll get there in a second Okay alright so I'll come back to that Well actually
1: no we can get... And I'll ask
2: a question that I just don't know the answer for I haven't done the research yet But um, it has to do with something that happens in the movie So.
1: Well I mean we can jump there now I mean we pretty much set our overall impressions of the movie Like if you haven't seen Top Gun Maverick yet We don't definitely want you to go watch it We don't spoil anything in the movie So pause the podcast right now Save it in your library Come back We're moving into uh, spoiler territory right now So Richard go ahead and ask your question
2: so speaking to effects, right? I don't know because I haven't researched it yet. So there's a part in the movie where the enemy jet does a maneuver in the sky. And the my point. thing is that I've done a lot of research about the jets that the actors were in. Um, but I haven't done a lot of research about the jets they were fighting. Um, and so I know that the actors were in the jets and the pilots were doing these maneuvers and pulling these Gs and all of that, right? However, the I haven't done the research to see about the pilots that were potentially flying the enemy jets or if the enemy jets were real um, or if those were CGI Um, because while I know that the jets can do certain maneuvers and there's ability of the types of jets to do it. And maybe I'll just Google it right now. um, The jet does this crazy, like this this crazy stall. (laughs) Essentially the jets flying flat, like a regular plane and, and, uh, Tom Cruise is chasing the jet, and the jet literally goes stops in midair. Goes vertical, yeah, but stops flat. It doesn't climb vertical; it just stops vertically. Climbs slightly, just enough to let Tom Cruise's plane go under it, and also for it to drop the flares. And then it literally pauses, and then. Retwists itself back into flat horizontal and starts flying again and you see the wind resistance on the entire jet like you see like all the wind force on the flat side of the jet so the jet goes flat and it's flying fast and it goes just literally goes flat so my thing is this while maybe those jets can do that maneuver Did someone fly that plane and do that maneuver? And what I'm thinking is, is that because so much went into keeping the actors safe and doing what they're doing, a crazy maneuver like that. And it being a whole different set of jets, I think that might have been CGI. Well, and okay. so that's where I.
0: So think you don't think, without doing the research, just based on optics, yeah. you don't think that that move is is possible? I
2: think it's possible. I think what it would have taken you, to execute that move. But they didn't do it because and of safety. Film it and have another set of pilots and another relationship with another set of jets because those are different jets.
0: Yeah. But those are jets that we have too. Just for what it's worth, potentially. I mean, oh, we, do we?
2: Yes, we do. I mean. We do. See, see this is where, where we don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't have the definitive answer.
0: I mean, I, I, definitively, we definitely uh, have maybe. those. We have those. What we, type we of jets the, are they, though? We have the best Navy, in the, what, or we but, have the best, but, uh, you know, but what type of, of, jets of, are those? of planes in the world. What type of jets are those? Those,
2: those planes are... I don't know. I'm just saying, that maneuver, you know. that particular maneuver, there's a couple maneuvers in the movie. I think the, the there's fact a couple maneuvers t- in the movie, including the, the, the spiral down to the floor. Yeah, the
0: Cobra maneuver. I don't
2: think that was done... Practically, I think
0: that that was uh, that was CGI, yeah. I don't think that I mean, I
2: just think any maneuver that up, potentially was like very, very dangerous, yeah. The blame could blow
0: up, but however, <laughs> to be fair, do you think that the that the uh, inverted uh over rooster before they went that's that? another
2: one, that's another because one because that's another one I don't know
0: because in the in the original, it was spliced video, it was spliced uh two different yeah, frames it, flying yeah, regular yeah, and they put yeah, on top exactly. of each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because they obviously so, couldn't execute it, but
2: if I don't know it looked. pretty a good question. See, like, this is where you know, I think the if, success. If it was here's the thing: I think the success of the practical effects allowed, I think potentially, and I'm just making. Allowed I'm the, just making the CGI guesses, to be sold. Allowed the CGI to be but sold. But here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Here's yeah. the thing.
0: A, and here's where I don't. I don't think that the invert was CGI, and this is why. How many pilots in the Navy have been trying that move ever since the original Top Gun came out? Like, let's be
2: honest. That I move, don't know, those planes are really expensive You can't just like go out here and just like Yo, let me try this move Perhaps The plane, the but plane it's been, costs $40 million it's been 35 and, years, and it's your life <laughs> It's the, It's been
0: 35 years since the original I, I have no doubt, and this is obviously purely conjecture But I have no doubt in my mind That those pilots have tried that move Because that move is quintessential Top Gun You know, that's the move that everybody remembers from that film Is the inverted middle finger, right? So, of course, if you're in Top Gun now now or it have been in the last 35 years surely you've tried to do that inverted you know overhead you know move and I, I don't know how close because obviously the, in the original they weren't close at all in fact they were you know hundreds of yards away from each other but I, I, I think that the technology has allowed uh you know and also the, the skill and quality of pilots has allowed for them to be able to execute that move now the other moves that you talk about like the cobra dive I don't know I don't know if that's possible, if it is, I'm sure it's remarkably dangerous. Um, I think that, in my opinion, is the most dangerous stunt in the movie. If that were a real, if that were a real maneuver, but the, I think that the stall is definitely a possible maneuver. It may have been CGI, and I agree with you that perhaps they, if they did do it as CGI, it was purely for the safety. I think it's a, it's a legitimate move. I don't think that Tom Cruise would have made Top Gun and put in a, a fake move or an impossible flight move that that can't be executed by by a plane right. in modern day
1: because he knows people's gonna try to duplicate it so i'll, I'll say this. or call it out as being fake right so I'll, I'll say this i feel like some of the moves they they could be cgi but also like so for example so when you were talking about when the enemy uh, enemy did the like the stall when he went vertical and stuff was there any close-ups in that just of the plane itself was so frame. that could have been something and also the enemy could have been a professional pilot they Wait, never they, showed their face
2: no what i'm saying is you're saying that when the plane did the stall yeah no they were all it was it was always um it was the
1: camera was back
2: the, it was far away shots so i the plane. feel
1: like so also the one good thing about like you know technology is you can also digitally take out people in a frame so when the inverted thing happened that could have happened and there could have been professional people flying the plane but you can digitally take them out sure oh so, no, 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 I mean, yeah, I, there's that,
2: that, always yeah, that definitely because, happened. But everybody was every plane was being flown by a professional pilot. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah. that's what
1: I'm saying. So, but so even those situations, like with the was the, the Cobra dive, yeah, that was shot so I think the camera was so far back that that could have been real. That's fair. Because to your point as well, like if they're going to do that maneuver in this movie, you I'm pretty sure now someone in the navy is going to try to do that.
0: Well, sure, but also are is is that move so dangerous that they're not even going to let anybody in the navy do that at all because it's so dangerous.
1: I mean, I feel like if you have top pilots in the world someone's gonna try to do it someone's that explanation is gonna be there where it's like okay is this possible if it is someone's going to try to do it yeah
0: I don't like I said I don't think that that Tom Cruise would have included it in the movie if it it wasn't feasible. Yeah, but it if there's any I, so obviously i think that somebody has or they do it it would you know what really would have helped is if we would have went to see like the blue angels or any kind of like air show beforehand just to get a better of idea and understanding of the capacity i mean it's been a while i've been to air shows but it's been decades since i have um, i mean i obviously don't recall them ever doing a freaking cobra dive like that before yeah. or any you know crazy stall m- maneuver but my assumption and based off of what i've seen in the past is those things are possible um but i don't know just based off the safety aspect of it if if they'd be willing to you know take that risk
1: so i the the movie example i'm gonna give i know you're gonna like crap all over it but let's see uh, it was Transformers 2 Alright like, so, You know my thing About Transformers No, no I bro. know But the reason why I'm bringing it up Is because in You saw Transformers 2 Of course Okay so you remember At the end When the big Like the mega dino- like Transformers yeah, Was like com- tearing yeah. up Everything There was a missile That was shot From like Miles and miles away That hit it Like it was shot From the ocean And this was like Like a hundred miles away Yeah I went to the theater And saw that I think it was the second The first time I saw it Was the day Michael Jackson Passed um, I'll never forget that The second time I saw it I went to the theater With someone who was In the military And he was like They actually have a gun That can do that Yeah that's possible So it just, I'm just bringing that up Just bringing it back To the fact that Certain things are put Into movies where Especially with military Or anything like that it's Like no that's Not possible and they put that in a movie because they have the technology to do that. So I think that's
0: Well, even I, in this movie, when they shot all the missiles to blow up the, the airstrip, the enemy airstrip, that w- those were shot from miles and miles away yeah. from the from the from the airship yeah. to the to the um to the runway of yeah. the of the enemies. that so, was
1: dope. Just like that whole frame of like them flying out and then all the missiles flying come, over oh them. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was Imagine
0: really dope. being in that situation in the military and just seeing all these bombs like flying over you to their target. Yeah. You know. Just that just that whole idea is, is crazy to me. But yeah, the the, the those, those are all things that are all possible. Right. So, yeah, like, listen, I don't think that Tom Cruise would have included anything in this movie that wasn't possible or theoretical, um, In you know, as far as, you know, the capacity of the planes, the, you know, the dogfighting and whatnot. And obviously, um, you know, they had tons of, of you know, um, experts and consultants, not only from the military, but flying in general. So I, I, I trust... Uh, you know, after all these years, that you know they're gonna make something that's as accurate as possible.
1: Right. You know, one of the things that I think about often with these types of movies, and we talked briefly about the Jester, um, is movies that like we're in the age now of nostalgia. Like it seems like everything is being rebooted, sure. everything is coming back. This is an example of that, um, and I feel like sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I feel like in this case, it definitely works. Um, you have a property that was beloved back in the 80s and they brought it back and they brought back the main title character. They brought back, you know, a few other people in the movie, Val, Val Kilmer. Yeah, Val Kilmer came back as well. But um, well, he wasn't the only one.
0: Actually, maybe he was the only was the only one, one from the original. Yeah. I mean, well, Penny Benjamin, who's played by Jennifer Connelly, she's mentioned in the original movie, but you never see her, um, yeah. you know. But, I mean, they did bring back that character. So, I mean, I guess you could say the same thing about Goose, even though Goose passes away. Yeah. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen the 86 version. Yeah. But, yeah, so I mean.
1: What do you think about. Um, the nostalgia factor. Yeah, the nostalgia factor. And also, like, we, we said this in the theater, but what if Paramount wants to bring this into a franchise? Like, what if they made a third?
0: Movie. I would I would be against it personally. Um, here's here's my opinion on on Top Gun Maverick. I think that that the original Top Gun, um, and if you remember, it was I think it was right after Tom Cruise made the movie Days of Thunder. I don't know if it, Days of Thunder came before or after, and I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's actually a pretty good movie, and I'm not a NASCAR fan, but it's very, very good in, uh, as far as like the intensity level of like driving a NASCAR, I guess, right?
1: It came after. Days of Thunder came out in 1990, and this one came out in 1986.
0: Okay, so there you go. Perfect. So Days of Thunder and, and, and Top Gun for me were two of the action movies that really started— uh, Tom Cruise on this path of just being a action uh, movie star. And and this is to expand about uh, Tom Cruise being the last movie star. I think I would want to expand that and say he's the last action movie star because he's, he's basically a grandpa and he's out there still doing as many stunts as he can. So um, I still think, you know, someone like Tom Hanks is still, uh, you know, counts as a true movie star, but not as, yeah. as an action star like, like Tom Cruise is. Anyways, I, I say that because um Top Gun for me, Top Gun Maverick for me is the movie that Tom Cruise would have wanted to make in nineteen eighty six, but never had the capacity to or even after Top Gun originally came out and when he did, you know, Days of Thunder, I mean There's so much technology that can be implemented 35 years later from Top Gun. And a lot of people don't know this, but there's a lot of movie magic in Top Gun gun the original i mean they they had very minimal use of of the of the planes that were using that they're using from the navy they only fired one missile i mean if you look at some of the shots and you really like pay attention it's just the same shot shot by different cameras you know and they just did a lot of editing magic you know to make it work uh so at the end of the day they really didn't have as much access to planes and technology. I mean, most of the shots. I mean, you can't fit in, uh, you know, an IMAX camera. There's no IMAX cameras in 1986. You know right, what I'm saying? Yeah. So you just think about it now. You could practically fit an IMAX camera on a freaking drone. Mm-hmm. You know? So I think that, uh, for me, in my opinion, Top Gun: Maverick is the movie that that Tom Cruise always wanted to make and now had the capacity
2: uh, to make it. That's interesting when you're an actor and you live through decades. um, It's interesting. These actors that get older um, and they fortunately keep their health and everything like that. Even you see things like, um, you know, actors that might have played, um, the actor that played Luke Skywalker. Mark Hamill. What set was like when he first played Luke versus what set was like on the last movie that he was in, those are the you conversations know? I would like, love to have the, with those you know, actors. Like, you know? like they have literally like the same way that in our lives we've seen technology change. You know, Um, well, Alpha Man- uh, Alfonso
1: said that for playing Doc Ock, he said that it was it's easier playing Doc Ock now than it was playing it back in.
2: Well, because he probably had to have these imaginary references. Uh, for the arms. Well no back um, so back
1: then they had puppets. And well, so they oh, had four yeah, people was, like, managing separate, the, yeah. the arms on him were now like there was I don't think they used puppets like obviously it was more CGI this time. Right. But back in the day it was harder to move stuff around. Uh, because of that. So he talked about And the up.
0: time disparity isn't even as much as some like Luke technology, Skywalker it's or, or, the, or Tom. Technology
2: Tours. has advanced exponentially. Like sure, every yeah. every ten years it advances faster. And so um you know that's crazy but then not every actor gets that opportunity, right? Um look at you know, I didn't realize Val Kilmer's struggles um real in real life. Um but you know I, I, not every actor ages in the same way. Sure. sure. And, like, I remember there's an article, they asked the original, the actress that played the, yeah, uh, the love interest in the first one, why she wasn't in this one. And she literally said, because I'm old and I'm fat <laughs> yeah. and I'm, I look age appropriate, right? And so and like, there's nothing wrong with that. But no, but I mean, she was just honest. Yeah. She was just honest with, this is how she aged. Yeah, this is and, life. And you, know? and, you know, Tom Cruise, like... I do think they put some makeup on him to make because you know he's. I definitely, mean, but he also
0: has like Metechorians yeah. in him as well, or some <laughs> shit to keep him looking that young, you know, um, something, bro. But
2: uh, but yeah, so I think uh, it's interesting to see him be able to, to to like, you know, make a movie that you wanted to do things in the past because I was reading also like the amount of flight hours that Tom Cruise has. He basically can fly anything. Yeah, like he he's a, he's a very skilled pilot. Um. And he has trained at certain G's like he can handle them. And um, and so he's literally since the making of this movie when he was 23. He's like dedicated his life to like this. He found a hobby that he loved, which yeah. is flying planes. And um, and he can do it really well. Um, So that's interesting when your work becomes like like if Tom Cruise wasn't an actor, he I don't know, maybe he'd probably be a pilot. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, when <laughs>
1: random question, but when space shuttles take off how what how fast are they going like what mock because i'm just thinking about in the beginning of the movie that that aircraft that he was on he went over 10 so 10. i was just looking yeah,
2: mock at the Mach 10 and like the realism behind that there is little fictional stuff in that for drama um i think i forgot what it is we We'd probably have to google it real quick but because it, when the, the rockets it, it like when it rockets rocket. take off i don't know they might break the sound barrier. Yeah, they definitely but, do. They 100% um, do.
1: But when know, they come back in, they break the sound barrier for sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, on, 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 uh, when they take off, um, I'm not sh- 100% sure. But either way, the, the, I was looking into it and they, you know, basically some of this movie is, 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 is Mach 25 is, is fictional. Um, from NASA. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, the but the thing is the heat shields on the capsules that the human beings are in um, are much stronger than planes, yeah. Um, because uh, you have to think this plane was flying horizontally, right? Mm-hmm. And so in order for the plane to fly horizontally, it has to be built a certain way, yeah, and a certain weight, a certain whatever, versus and be aerodynamic. And versus the capsule that you're in, whether it was the uh, the old space shuttle yeah Um, like you know on re-entry the entire bottom of the plane is the heat shield right and so and then on heading out um, you just it's carried by rockets (laughs) right so like the, the thing is heavier the thing doesn't function as a normal plane does Right? Well, going like, out,
1: you're going against gravity because you're going right. straight up, and and, uh, and coming back in, they are somewhat going vertical, like horizontal, but just at a
2: the heat is taking on the bottom of the plane. Yeah.
1: Where in
2: that scene, and they talked about it, the front of the plane is taking the heat. Yeah. He's flying, vert horizontally. Yeah. And so.
0: But it's not because he's,
2: he, he, he's a,
0: it's not a, the heat is not being affected by the atmospheric layer. It's because of the speed he, it, it's traveling at. It, it's the friction. Yeah, the Simply friction is between, the friction yeah. of the air yeah.
2: particles and how fast he's going. Exactly, and and the altitude because they do fly at sure. altitude. Well, they the, mentioned that like well, in the in higher order, you because fly, it's thinner. It's, it's thinner. Colder. It's thinner, yeah, it's it, thinner it, air, yeah. and so. But because so that plane that plane that's in the movie is actually a fictional plane based off of a real plane. Yeah, and it's just. Those speeds. The one thing I noted in this article was saying that you know how, like, he got to Mach 9 fairly easy, but then from 9 to 10, it was hard, right? Because yeah. it's exponential,
0: right? The no, they were saying hits. that
2: they were saying actually in real life, he could just go from 9 to no, 10. No, 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 that easy? it would have been much harder to even get to 9, really. Yeah, they're saying like how it seemed like he didn't have an issue and he was there and it was good. They say actually on the way to Mach 9. Things would have started heating up. Things would have right. there would have been there would have been issues like they're saying it's not like, oh you get to Mach Nine and nothing happened. It's yeah. like no, traveling that fast, like something is happening right. the entire way. And so, you know, little things like that are and dramatized that was, for that the movie. Was, yeah, that was yeah, movie magic. Yeah, little, but yeah. but I do think, you know, astronauts are put through more G forces in the sense of uh that pressure on your body. That's why they wear bigger suits. Yeah. And because they have to have more protecting them from that force. Yeah. But fighter pilots, one thing about their suits that I did when I was when I was little and I looked into like pilots, their suits pressurize at the at the ankle, and it actually it's to push keep the blood from pooling at their feet. So um, because when you go through those g forces, the pressure on your body pushes the blood down to the lowest point, and because of gravity, and so makes you pass out yeah and Yeah. and so but also your heart true it, so what it does is that there there's flight suits plug into a little pump it's like a little you know it was like you know when you like yeah. you like vacuum seal something <laughs> mm-hmm. you know like it's like that and it that's continues crazy. to whoosh, whoosh, and pump and then like make sure the blood is and, it, and, and there's yeah. stuff around your 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 sternum too okay that tightens and so at every level it's making sure the blood's getting pushed back flowing through and um and then pilots are trained to tighten their stomach through the g's again to keep the blood
0: when you almost kind
2: of saw that like uh in the movie
0: like just from their physical reactions from flying well when he was they were reacting to specifically when games. he was
2: doing the test course and i appreciated the sound like he was flying every time he would turn you would hear him go <sighs> Right, like when you turn and and in and it was really mimicking it seemed like it felt like he was mimicking like what a pilot has to do to prepare its body to like take the turn because every time you well, go I think from, they, were, they were really every, going through every it. time so, every time you fly yeah. flat and then you turn you experience a G sure you know and so it was like that thing of like you know and that's what amazes me that these pilots are able to have that physical strain on their body but still mentally function through the physical It's phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. And that's why pilots, honestly, they are. It's Superheroes an elite, elite sure. skill. And if you notice too, though, they alluded to it in the movie. Jets don't get into fights with each other very often. Not anymore, because they don't need to. Right. And like, so when they said, like, if you remember, um, what's his name? um, Hangman, they were like, yeah, he has two confirmed shoot downs or whatever. He had one. Uh, one. And then Maverick one. had five by the end of the movie. Yeah. Like, I think that's pretty accurate. Like, jets aren't out here shooting people down. Like, they don't need to. Like, they used to, like, in World War One, sure. World War II, right? Like, so these pilots train, 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 train for the worst-case scenario so that when they, if the worst-case scenario happens, they're ready for it. And I think that's another thing that the movie showed. It's like, all of them went to school, graduated, moved on with their lives, but then the worst-case scenario happened, and they had to come back and perform.
1: Are we using like, battleships like that, too, though? What do you mean? Like for the navy? Well, like using them in what capacity? In like, because you saying like like planes are not shooting each other down. So like, are like ships shooting at each other like that as well? Yes.
2: Um, not unless they're in they're combat. not doing it now. Yeah, no, they're not no. in combat. A but do they have the capacity to do that in a, a lot war of situation? Yes.
1: Yeah. No, I, I know they have the capacity, yeah. but like in like a because I I would say like the the probably the, um, the branch of the military that's probably active more is just regular like army. Yeah, you know, like they're yeah, men out there, they, like if, whatever. If the U.S. But,
0: was engaged in any kind of combat right now, those those missiles would be launched from uh, battleships. So they'll utilize like, the battleships
1: yes. before they utilize the the air force and the in their planes.
2: It would be it would be both. Well, if you notice, a lot of these jet flights and the dogfighting is intimidation, um, because at the end of the day, neither side wants to lose such an expensive piece of material but also but as far as like launching missiles it sucks that like you would you would say they would never they would never want to lose the pilot yeah but like they're thinking about they're also thinking about the money yeah because and those deaths are millions yeah, yeah. and Tens so of millions yeah yeah and so it's like an intimidation factor that goes into it with the dogfighting like are you going to give up or not right yeah and 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 the locking of the missile right that move that after you're locked, you actually push... That's, like, the next step. That's, like, oh, shit, you're about this. Yeah. Right? And and so... Which they went into this mission in the movie knowing that these guys were going to be hostile. And so if you did get locked, you were going to... And then they had the anti-aircraft missiles um, that were going to definitely try to shoot you down. But it just kind of shows, like, what they're training for. It's kind of crazy, you know? Because either way, you saw in the training exercises you could die yeah. in a training exercise.
1: Yeah. That's you know? what happened to uh, goose.
2: Yeah, but even in in this film there was a lot of close calls.
1: Yeah. You so know. I like, don't
2: know if you know this about uh, about Goose and and it, this is actually kind
0: of interesting when when the Navy became involved with the first movie, uh the they that the plane was originally supposed to be shot down in the script, right? But They or in some capacity, it wasn't supposed to be, you know, uh, an issue with the plane. But uh, because they needed Goose to die in some way to advance the plot line and the Navy said, no, they're like, we don't want our uh, any kind of like video footage showing Mm -hmm. our planes getting shot down. So you guys need to figure out a different way. And that is why Goose died in the malfunction of the ejection into the canopy. He died in that manner because the Navy said no. We don't want you to shoot down one of our planes in your movie.
1: Um, so was it like, um, like the way the Navy would be projected? Yes, they didn't want to be. So, I think that, in that way. was that was yeah. probably
2: the consensus in 1986. Because if you notice, yeah. Spoiler alert! Again, we warned everybody. Hello, spoiler! <laughs> Giving you the chance. Again, spoiler. um, Multiple jets were shot down. Multiple in this movie, and and and
0: interestingly enough, multiple planes were shot down but nobody died as a result nobody of died those planes being shot down and the reason is of that because of that is that the navy doesn't want that portrayed they don't want to see they don't want to i portray, didn't even think about that because
2: yeah. obviously i was thinking that tom Cruise was gonna possibly die and like his character was gonna you know obviously be memorialized yeah, of yeah. Course. No, no, no 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 but that well, is a, the, that that is a good point though that is a great point that yeah no one Goose was the only character in this that passed away between the last between the two movies. Correct. And of of the good guys of the US of the good guys. Yeah, yeah. and in this one although there was plenty of opportunity in a storyline to have another character pass away, they didn't. Correct. Everybody yeah, survived I, I thought
1: Bob was gonna die Everybody And died.
2: that and that's purely based <laughs> Well but Bob couldn't have died If if, if, if what's her name Yeah Did, Phoenix yeah. Cause she was yeah, flying the plane <laughs> but,
1: but even like that one character Who passed out during Right You know during The training exercises yeah, yeah. Was it Payback or Coyote It was Coyote It was Coyote, yes, yeah. it was coyote. So when he passed out Like they, they played on the dramatic stuff uh, He could actually crash And stuff like that So but he was able to be saved Yeah at the and game. then when When Bob and Phoenix Which is was a
2: re- very real
0: thing By the way uh, 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 I forget what they call it In the movie But it was like ag G stunt, G shock, something like that. But you 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 can pass out on plane very easily because of because like you said, you lose blood and then that's it, and then they pass uh, out.
1: But Maverick was doing that. I guess the lock sound. Yeah,
0: he engaged him so that he could hear the His sound to try to like you know wake him, you've him been, up. You know you've know been know
2: um, identified. Um, but the well, even when um, Phoenix and Bob's plane got uh, bird, got, got hit bird by trick. birds and their engine failed. And the plane crashed. It's like they, 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 they ejected. They ejected. Well, yeah. of the people that yeah. died in
0: the movie, let's see. So you had two of two or three. You had all three of the enemy uh, bandits, right? That at the in the final scene, you had the helicopter get blown up by Rooster, right? So that's that was that was four confirmed kills that happened. In, in the film, none of which were on the American side, and that and that's purely because the Navy does not want to see want does not want them to show. Well, it their ended up being, it ended up being killed. five planes. Was the f- well, I mean, there are other planes that were destroyed. It was five, right?
2: Well, yeah, because Mavericks too. Yeah. So, 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 but either way. But yeah, I, the, I, the point I is, think, is that I think the Navy what you brought, up, see, what you you brought know, up is that none of the pilots, none of the American pilots, died. Yeah,
0: and and that's purely. Uh, I mean, the Navy for the Navy to be involved in um, filming this, um, and they're very much in favor of this, and they. They what they what the, and and they they are very prominent in film over the last you know several decades, but um they they want the military on the whole to look good. If there are bad actors, like bad actors in quotations, not like actor actors, but yeah. like people that are not good, that they're, they're okay with that in plot lines as long as on the whole it doesn't look. Well, generous. if you look to like for example, like a few good men, you know, like Jack Nichols, Nichols character, he was. A bad actor. Like he was he was a bad guy. You know what I'm saying? So the the Navy was okay with portraying that person as a bad person as long as the whole Navy still looked well, good. Also you have you know?
2: to you know, they had to walk a fine line. So I did research into those jets that were portrayed as the fifth generation jets. Yeah. And so they're actually a model of jet that probably, more than likely, belong was created by Russia. And the other country in the world that potentially has those jets is Iran. And so they are saying like those jets were mimicking the jets that they have. So actually, that's why I think those jets are potentially CGI because I actually don't think we own those jets because it's a jet that was created by Russia, Um, that shape and form factor of jet. And it is. But you don't think we have planes like that no no no. well the thing is is like it's not about having planes like that it's just like the the u.s military yeah every military has different different planes and they spend their money on different things what i did found interesting is that so the f-18 is not the most updated f-jet no it's not the most updated f-jet is f-35 yep and they actually allude to it when Tom Cruise is talking about the mission in the first place. And he goes, yeah, but the F-35, it'll be dictated it's to... susceptible to... to uh, yeah, this, that, uh, and the, the other. radar. Which is actually kind of not true. Because For it's this, a self plane. What they were saying is that this mission would actually be better served. The F-35 would have been a better plane to do this mission with. But the problem the filmmakers were faced with is be accurate to the most updated jet that they could fly. Or put the actors in the actual cockpit so all of the updated jets like the f-35 f-33 they're single single seat jets so what they would have had to do is cgi the actors faces and they wouldn't be able to be in a live cockpit so they made the decision to forego the accuracy of storyline like if this mission happened today what jets would you use to put the actors in the seats so i thought that was interesting because the f-18 is an older plane and the fifth generation plane too is an older plane. Uh those planes the With plane quote, unquote, is based off mm-hmm. of uh the first time it flew was in two thousand ten. Well let us so. can we
0: talk about a little bit about the plot line? Because I think for me, that was really very interesting. Like the mission that they went on, um, just on a story basis, like do you think that there's any like realism of the potential for a Uranium factory, whatever, to be in this like crazy canyon, you know, hidden military base surrounded by all these surface to air missiles. I think so. With two mountains that you have to do a, you know, deep climb through. I think so. I
2: I think maybe, because obviously they pose the mission as top secret, right? So it's not something that they would have broadcast to. The public, yeah, right? It's not a strike that we would even know about. Now, I'm a fan of the TV show Homeland, and that show is all about things that are happening overseas that we have no clue about as a public, as a general public. Right. Right? Like, airstrikes and all kinds of different things. Now, that show deals with unmanned drones doing airstrikes, which I think is happening a lot more than manned aircraft, um, but I think that there's a little bit of like dramatization. It felt like being in that canyon felt a little bit 007, James Bond Mission Impossible type to me. Like, all right, the enemy like hid their their secret I mean, it's factory a pretty, in a mountain. It's like, a pretty like, James Bondy like, type yeah, even like, like, like the even like the computer rendering of it all I'm yeah. like yeah, when they were showing uh, the plane, like, this is how you yeah, have to do the mission. Yeah, you have to go above this one. Yeah. You have to hit it, hit hit this, you know, yeah. ventilation
0: shaft and then pull <laughs> exactly. straight back up out it of, felt, of
2: this. It did, that part did feel a little bit, you know. I was like, with, man, like, somebody needs to agent, get like, props like, to the location yeah, scout to yeah. find a,
0: you know, a little, you know, spot like that. Because that was pretty, pretty, you know, intense as far as, like, you know, feasibility.
1: But uh, possible. Who knows, bro, right? I mean. Do you think that they did that because... Like, if you think about, like, okay, so this movie was made somewhat, like, how the original Top Gun was made. So, I feel like this type of plot line would have been done with the original, like, Top Gun. Just because of, like, we've advanced with technology now. So, realistically, just going back to what you guys were talking about before, like, realistically, like, they have different planes that can, like, do those types of missions. But because of, for the movie's sake, do you think they did that because... I drama, I think like... I think
2: I think the enemy was dramatized a bit, is what I'm saying. Like I think well, we never evil... really knew about no no, but they had to give you like an evil mastermind of some sort, even if it's not one single evil mastermind. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, but I think the evil with... the evil mastermind
0: in this movie was not even the quote unquote character of the of the enemy. It was the difficulty of, of the
1: mission. The mission. Yeah, well, that was... that's
2: what I'm saying. Like like like. You know, in like 007 and James and in, in in Mission Impossible, there's like a person that's orchestrating this crazy evil plot and he inside of a vault. Like look at the last 007. Did you guys both see the last 007? No.
1: No. What? No. I don't think I've seen 007. The last one the Skyfall, I saw was Skyfall, so you did not. See no, I haven't seen Daniel no time
2: to die yet. No, just like retirement to this yet. whole thing. No, no, I'm
0: waiting for that to come to streaming.
2: So I can't even
1: spoil it for you guys. I know it's Jeez, embarrassing. My God, kick us off this podcast. But, I, but, uh, but uh, so so any bad. any type of movie, anyways, though. Like, it's so always like, going to be this There's really always a big...
2: layer. There's always a secret laboratory. Sure, sure, sure. But
0: do you think? But do you think that the influence? Know? But but there wasn't anything like that in this movie. I don't think. I think there could have been more of an influence on how bad the quote unquote enemy was versus
2: how difficult the mission what, was. Because that's what the the idea was of was how close there. this uranium factory was to a secret layer or a secret hideaway. That's what I'm saying. That part I feel was dramatized for me. Like, like it felt like it did. It felt like some mastermind, you know what I mean? Sure. Formulated putting this factory Absolutely. Down in the shaft. Dr. Evil. You, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> Even Dr. there was Evil. no Dr. Evil. There was you no know Dr. what I'm saying? Like, but that's... do you
0: think that, that would have improved the movie if there was a Dr. Evil? No, it S- wouldn't have character? improved it. But what I'm saying you know is I'm saying? if it
2: was if they kept it more, I think, more to reality of like where this this uranium factory was, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been as exciting, is what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They would have flown unmanned drones. Yeah, that's what I think. That's what I'm saying. That's what it is. If if it was a real mission
1: today, like maybe it wouldn't have been as like dramatic as it was, but I feel like there wouldn't be a Top Gun movie because they would have sent unmanned drones to go. Well, you would have. have You you would
0: have to make it the the difficulty level
2: of of the mission was such that. So so your question was: Do we think a uranium factory exists in between a mountain in real life?
1: Yeah. No, I don't think that actual factory, but I do think stuff like that does exist
0: like close closer though like parallel enough to something
1: like that yeah i i think so I'm, i think so too I'm, I'm i really skeptical. do I think, I, think so so I think so too i think so too yeah i i feel like we see enough stuff that was like, such a
0: good mission like there there there's some truth rooted gonna, in that, was, that was idea no but
2: look that what they I did don't was think that exactly was that, nobody, James way you're, you're gonna appreciate this what they did was exactly the scene where they hit the bullseye was exactly shooting down the death star
0: it was the exact you're right, same you're right. thing. That's what I, I did not. I, I, you're right, and I didn't like
2: that aspect of it because like I was it like, "It was almost Wait a second, the I've, same way. I've seen this before." Luke use the fools. and it was like they had a small opening to get inside. Yeah. There was a small opening. No, you had right. to shoot it twice. Like, they had you're to right. the, the opening once and, and then they, they had to shoot another there. one. Yeah, they yeah, had yeah. to fly through this narrow canyon. Sure. You know what I mean? Like it, it was. I was like, "All right, these are start. These are X-wing fighters." So we're just missing Vader. that's all we we're missing is vader no you're right 100 percent.
0: listen i agree with you and that's a very astute observation it was very death star-esque i agree with you 100 percent. and on that note maybe i'm showing my bias here i mean we're all star wars fans i would assume at this point right so like you're right it was very star wars-esque in that regard but do i think that something like that ha- has the potential to
2: exist in real life if not they I did a really good job you could for say, me i guess you could say it could exist you know? in that way i just think Man, like... These evil masterminds they're are good, like bro. scouring the earth to find these crevices in mountains to build their uranium plutonium factories. I guess, maybe. It's I, I possible. guess they're spending that much hey, time. Hey, listen, to do if that. we're <laughs> hiding transformers
0: underneath the Hoover Dam, oh, then God. I could see that. Uh, oh, you know, I, we can definitely, you know, find a crevice in the middle of a mountain somewhere.
1: You I know? mean, hey, they had to go to space in the last Fast and Furious. Well, let's not so. even start that, bro. Oh, my God. No, but I, I do think that stuff like that can exist i mean obviously it's not going to be on our radar but yeah i feel like it was dramatized for the movie because sure. i feel like in a realistic situation they wouldn't have to have sent pilot they went four planes into that type of situation it would have been like a unmanned drone well, or who knows? or that other like plane you guys were talking about like the the 35 one F- yeah F yeah, thirty five. Yeah, they would have sent that that would have been a realistic situation but for the sake of this movie the enemy was the actual mission itself. It was being yes. able to do that. Which mission, I liked. I liked that. And they that. had to find something to actually put them in that situation when they had to do the mission. So I think, yeah, it was dramatized, but I mean, I was on the edge of my seat the entire I No,
2: for sure. Like, like I was it, I on I still say, to that's my, why I say it's a classic movie for me. Yeah. It's a classic movie because all those pieces are classic. Right. Like, those pieces are the dramatization level- and the realism level that's classic movie to me right like it's like it didn't take us too far one way or the other right versus like i'll give simple, you i'll give you an example line. of a movie that's like not classic any movie that at the end has like this weird crazy twist that either demoralizes you as a viewer or demoralizes one of the main characters right and so we all know the, cl- the one of the most class one of the most notorious movies for that is Seven, right? Have you seen Seven, Justin?
1: I have, but it's yeah. been such a long.
2: So time. basically, you think they win? And They yeah. kind of won, kind of. They do they get him at the him. end, yeah. But at the end of the day, there's nothing that can change what he has already done, yeah. Right, and so Brad Pitt's character. That's it. And you're left as a viewer like, oh shit. Did he like, really
0: win because Like yeah,
2: and now you're contemplating the psychology of yeah. humanity and all of this other things, you know what I mean? And that's like a deeper, for me that's not classic movie, that's more so taking filmmaking to another level with like the the screenplay and like Wanting to leave some type of feeling with the viewer. And like, when I walked out of this one, I was just like, oh shit, dope, hey, like, we won. That's awesome. (laughs) A lot of the commentary
0: about this movie and and another reason why I think that it was held back to be only put in theaters is that it is a, it is a comeback. It is, you know, we're in the 4-5, like MJ, you know, They're, they're bringing, you know, traditional cinema back. And that this was like that like
2: big bang. It was a traditional reason why you go know? to the theaters cuz you leave feeling good. Yeah. For but certain it, genres. If you go to a theater for a horror movie, you know you're not going there to leave feeling good. But you leave feeling but good, like,
0: but it's also it has it, it is everything that you want out of it's cinema. A spectacle. Yeah, it's yeah. it is that it is that blockbuster summer banger that everybody looks forward to, you know, leading up to the summertime and and
2: and that's really, you know, one yeah, of the a main reasons. Yeah, Where the movies where everybody wins, you know, like in the day exactly. Or, you know like exactly. where, where you know that we're gonna win in the end yeah. right like we might lose some people along the way but like at the end of the day the main character is gonna come out on top and to be honest with you i hate those movies i <laughs> really do yeah. like because it's like watching the
0: lifetime movie like you already know like that the dude is gonna end up with the girl and then that's oh, gonna be gosh. that any kind of like romantic but movie. if you were honest you... with each
2: other that's how this movie ends it
0: is it <laughs> is but and, and this is one of the and for whatever reason they it's i'm okay with it and i'm okay with it because the the film was done so well like it's kind of like here's another good example where like you don't win at the end rocky is a a perfect example rocky doesn't win right but you still love the movie here's another example rudy rudy just barely gets into the game and makes one tackle you know what I'm
2: saying but But, there's this like that's those movies have this like
0: it still feel good the character development the
2: character uh, rises above in whatever their character flaws are they grow there's growth but it's not a quintessential like, like
0: like everybody wins at the end kind of vibe you know what I'm saying whereas in this the everybody wins in the US okay the, the military lost Spoiler, a couple again
2: if you guys didn't get it you know <laughs> US, USA everybody wins, wins. <laughs> USA wins like literally everybody wins yeah like, like nobody dies. The Tom Cruise gets the girl at the end exactly. like it just happens that way <laughs> gets the girl at the end
0: uh, you know reconciles his relationship
2: with Rooster like every, every... the Navy gives him honor again yeah, like it's yeah. like exactly. every goes great but You're I right. think I think that's
1: necessary though I feel like you know especially in the time that we've been in these last couple of years there's been so much like drama and stuff like you know I feel like having just a good feel good movie where everyone it's wins true. in the end I think that I think that's the reason why it's okay like it's okay to have that the, the plot was very simple you know what I mean I had really intense ac- action and sequences I think, but I
2: think it's because I'm so I've, the past few years I've been so used to watching particularly if you just take the, the Marvel uh, family of movies every time the movie comes on there's like all right but what's gonna happen to this person now right even though if there's smiles at the end it's like yeah but there's more you know and there's never like a all right we
1: can put a closure in a
2: finality because that's obviously the way that that universe is right
1: it's an emotional roller coaster getting up to that point yeah
2: and then at the end it's like all right cool we're good for now yeah, for now. <laughs> you know what this one I mean? was, right. it yeah. ended and all was well at the end. Yeah, like yeah. It, it You're fun. like, great,
0: awesome. Like, we're good. Well, and then <laughs> this kind of goes back to your whole question of if they should continue the storyline of Maverick. Uh, or of, of Top Gun Maverick after this film because it it will undoubtedly be very successful in the block in the box office and the higher ups will say yo if we made money off of this movie we could probably make more money doing another version of this movie right. but is there a necessity for it and. In my opinion, there is no necessity for it. You don't need another movie, but could one be done? Sure. It could, but, but at the same
2: time, I think it took 36, 36 years for the movie to have relevance because of the weight of that distance between the movies. We talked about the upgrading technology, the upgrading filmmaking, acting, the fact, the upgrading acting, like that's why this movie is good. Absolutely, I think that holds heavy weight to it for us and as the viewer. No, but for everyone, you think too, even yeah, I, even for the yeah. people
0: that only care about the money, that they care about Ex- the thirty six year gap. No, no, as an but, but I think what makes the movie I, so good.
2: I like but, to think that there are pure people intent with filmmaking intentions some man i like to hope so some. i feel
1: like that's a little naive, i feel like there's some I hope, there the people um, the people directly involved yes that I made feel this like, movie for yeah. sure the executives at Heimer, paramount, you no, know? the executives of paramount is going to see that this movie it probably has a potentially to make 150 million dollars opening weekend and then if it, if it gets close to a billion dollars why not make but what movie? i'm yeah. saying
2: is, is the reason why it has a potential is solely because everybody that has some relevance to the first movie is still alive. Yeah. And and we've all grown up. Yeah. And we've all grown up with technology as well. Like and progressed in our lives. So this is one of those, I think, once in a lifetime happenings where you can take a story like this and rehash it thirty six years later. Because imagine, what is this story 36 years from now? Right. We well, What? Let's let's hope we're still all it's alive. It's Star Wars. And there hasn't been, it's, a, you, know, you know. what I mean? Yeah, sure. If you're trying to do a real movie yeah. like, or whatever. Who, and God, like, where are we going to be 36 Space years Force from now? Space Force, bro. You know, Space yeah. Force, you know? <laughs> so I think they wouldn't, it would be a waste of effort in a sense because of how much effort this movie took. I For do yeah. think they, they look at, those executives do look at, is the juice worth the squeeze? And I think this juice was worth the squeeze this time. Right. And I just don't think like it would be worth the squeeze. Well, how many other yeah. uranium
0: hidden factories and mountains are they gonna find? And I'm sure yeah. and
2: I'm sure Tom Cruise has some say ha- Without if it this out. can do it again. He'll be and like, as long yeah, as no, he's alive, he do it. I don't think he I would doubt do it. He's gonna it I be think done. he's satisfied. I think yeah.
0: person this if I'm Tom Cruise, I feel satisfied. Like I'd be like Okay, I finally made the Top Gun that I and wanted to Tom make. And Tom
2: Cruise has his multiple-level movies. Yeah, Look, has the it, yeah, The eighth and ninth one is about to come out. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, So it's like he he. this is his... like. If, at the end of the day, almost, if Tom you know? Cruise looks at his life's work, he'll probably be back and go, Look, I made one movie when I was 23. I made a follow-up to that movie when I was 60 almost. That's my legacy, right? Right, because towards the beginning of his career, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and and I think he as an actor would be like, holy crap, like that's pretty amazing, like no, the I fact that I'm able to do that, and we might not never see that and again. Both of them were, think. and both of them right? Right? were a success, and yeah. both of them were a success. Yeah, right. Everything in between the Tom Cruise is done obviously is an obviously a lot of other dope things, but it's like that right there like he just like all right cool that's that's it this is this is something that's why i say it's almost like once in a lifetime there is no other movie that will be created like top gun and paired with top gun maverick in my opinion like because the circumstances around it you can't replicate them it's like we only have one michael jordan right as much as you want to talk about lebron being great and kobe being great rest in peace No one will ever do what Michael Jordan did because of when he did it. Yeah. And that can never be replicated. And so I think when Top Gun happened.
1: No, you can't do it again. You can't do it again. Yeah, I was I was actually trying to think of and I'm pretty sure I can find another one. But I was I think keeping the integrity of Top Gun, that's. That's what we would want as fans, you know. I like I said, I didn't grow up watching Top Gun, but I have an appreciation of that film and what it means for a lot of people as well. And it's one of those movies. Like there's other movies where it's like people watch this, and then I got into this because of because of that right so i'm pretty sure a lot of people went to the navy because they watched top gun they did you know the, you know, the recruitment up.
0: rate was massive it was like a 1500 exactly. percent you so, know increase in recruitment just because of top gun yeah so i, I think that that's a made-up statistic in case anybody wanted to sit back and check he <laughs> <it.
2: But, laughs> said it very he said that very I mean, accurately i can look it up but i bet it's that's closed. where we get no, to on on the podcast you know, is the yeah, thoughts and sure views of this podcast are not <laughs> like
1: I, I forgot i was watching something oh no it was uh, a league of their own there was a lot, of, a lot of. There was a lot of females that reached out to the actresses and said, "I got into sports because of because you? of a league of their own." That's awesome. So, but also to that point of a league of their own, they're trying to make, a, a, they're trying to remake it as a TV show. See, but that is like we don't need to. like We don't need it. No one acts for no, it. No that, one but, acts for it.
2: But that movie
0: and the time period that it's based off of, which I believe was World War One, two. Was it World War II? Yeah, it was World War in okay. the 40s. Okay, so World War II. Like, that's a different time that
2: is yeah, not how do you our modernize time now. that story. Yeah, now? exactly. You know? Yeah. I'm, are they going to make it about the WNBA? Like, what are they going to no, make it It'll be
1: about baseball. Yeah. But and it's like people
2: but trying that, to make a female yeah, but baseball but league,
1: there, league there, now? There's no female specifically, specifically, yeah. yeah, that movie was made specifically because the men, you know, in baseball went off to war and they needed to keep that, that sport around. So it's like, we don't need another one. But, you know, I. that's another example of people who got into that profession because of that movie so i think protecting the the integrity but i also feel you know looking at it from the business side executives at paramount is going to say this movie made a lot of money how can we how can we monetize that and i'm hoping that they keep the integrity of and they go
2: somewhere else and monetize something else you know what i mean like i don't know actually is paramount behind mission impossible Actually don't. Uh, know. I think so. Yeah. They are. So yeah. so they they have that, you know, like they're monetizing that. And I think um I don't know, it's rare. We just in movies today, like we just have these rarities of things that just exist as they are, right? Like, look, Star Wars was that for a while, but then they brought it back. Right? And they kept going and they kept going and kept going and kept going. You know, like like these stories, like I'm trying to think of another The Matrix. Defining Well Matrix was always a trilogy, right? So, yeah, no,
0: it wasn't originally a trilogy. It was always supposed to only be the one movie. And then That's why
1: a lot of people like the first one. And then they, they not, I mean, and then I they like, made a shit I, ton I of money reloaded. and then they were like, so, let's let's make it You know, I, it I it think, I'm not even gonna lie. I think I it's like harder. Them, honestly. Honestly. I, I do think it's harder
2: to do um movies that are majority based on in realism. Yeah. Multiple times, versus more fantastical movies. Well, well, uh, fantastical that, movies and science fiction offer but room to, to repeat. But what about and follow what up.
0: about Mission Impossible or, and and Fast and the Furious? That's uh, all based in realism. I would say, you know yeah, I would what I'm saying? Say well, I would say not, those not have more fantastical.
2: It's real, but I would say Halloween. Well, all we, we on I think horror's a little different. I haven't seen the Whore. last Halloween movie, but I heard but how many, horrible. They've made no, what? How many? They made like ten Halloween well, movies. Well,
1: so so reason why reason why I brought that up is because you had the original Halloween movie, right? Yeah. And then you had a whole bunch of sequels that came after that. Yeah. That that ended with Resurrection. The Halloween movie that came out before the pandemic, like I think 2018. That movie was made to erase everything after. And restart it. And re- and so it erased everything after the first movie. So so just kill the canon. Almost like X-Men Days of Future
0: Past, where basically it was a reset on the canon.
1: Yeah, so they, they pretty much went and said, okay, after the first movie, Lori Stroh went and like she never recovered from that. Yeah. And she's a whole different person. So everything from Halloween 2 on. So what is the exists. very last movie that just came out? that was the second in their new trilogy but that's all tied it's like it's a different canon to the original and so think- you're
2: saying they tried it was the same. Was, was it, did they change studios? or No, It they... was no.
1: I, I don't know if Universal did the original. They may have. But if you look at the new Halloween movies, the way they made it and edited and even the graphics and stuff looks like the original movie. So they're playing on that. Let's go back and get what we did back then. Get that and vibe. Even, and they're even bringing in people who was a part of the original frame, like the first movie, and bringing them back in.
0: So. How do we get to this point uh, This in the, in the conversation that we're talking about Halloween? I'm just curious. Oh, we were just talking about
1: movies that can replicate again. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just the past. was trying to I think past. of okay. another movie. Oh, here's
0: a here's a good example. I haven't seen it yet, but maybe you guys, I, I just off you know my thoughts, but maybe uh, um, Ghostbusters Afterlife.
2: Um, was I it good? Seen, I haven't seen it. Seen I have seen, seen the okay, I I saw heard it. Afterlife was good,
1: but it's it
2: was that's the than one me. with um, um, Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd. Yeah, so yeah. I saw it. Okay. What do you and think? And was that a good example? As we're like bringing it well, back from the eighties, it was in the sense that they figured out a way. Because I don't count the
0: women's Ghostbusters. Sorry, no offense to the ladies out there, I but I feel like a lot of people don't. Yeah. Okay. Continue.
2: Oh no, I'm not counting that one. Um, this one and this one doesn't make this Any one doesn't uh, make uh, reference uh, allegory, to that yeah? one. No. Okay. Um. So that movie was good in the sense that they tied it into the original characters. Okay. Um, in a storyline that made sense. So basically, one of the characters goes. Aloof. Right. And, but he has a daughter, and that daughter has kids. Right. And so they tie it in that way. Um, And you build a storyline of what the hell he was doing while he was aloof. And so it, it follows that. Right. And they bring in all, you know, a lot of the old stuff through discovery and that type of thing. Right. And, and yeah, so it's, it worked. It, for me it worked yeah okay. um, for me it worked it wasn't trying to turn new people into ghostbusters you know what i mean like it was like it was like but it also appreciated if you are a ghostbusters
1: fan yeah you would see some appreciation in this movie
2: oh there was tons there was tons yeah. of like they didn't re- they didn't remake the wheel yeah and and i think the way they built the story it made sense as if it was reality like as if it happened right. and what would have happened if we fast forwarded all this many years.
0: I'll give an example on my end of, of one that didn't work, right, is Jumanji. For me personally. You didn't like the new I hated reboot? the reboot of Jumanji. I love the original and how it played out. And maybe I, maybe Robin Williams has part of You don't you know, think
2: that's kind of realistic that it could have been made into a video game? No.
1: I like the first one. And the, the first uh, the next first, level or whatever it was no, called? the the the, re, the, re, the, 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 the first one. Yeah, yeah. I like the first. I feel like the second one. It was like, all right, the first one was success. That was an example of, oh, the first one made a lot of money. Let's do another one. We didn't need another one. But I feel like if they were going to remake, I appreciated that storyline. I would prefer. I appreciated the board game. game turning into a video game. I appreciated that because yeah. I, I feel like I people that. are playing video games more now than board games. Where back in the day, but board was games still exist. I know. I know. So
0: like they could have still done the same story as a as the board game
2: but it, it was in it was with the avatars and stuff like that it spake it spoke to culture now which i think they did that well like like basically you know these kids turned into these representations these right. avatars in the game right and that really i like it hit i was like oh shit it like, made more like, sense to, the, to the current generation and it wasn't something yeah. and I appreciate it because it I, understand was, I think mean. it was I think it wasn't it was actually it took the writers took time with it they weren't lazy because for me the lazy thing would have been actually to keep it a board game that would have been the lazy thing for me. I don't know because that happened oh. in the first one. It was old board yeah, game that you found, <laughs> but it was a board game. I know, but then you what know? would they do? They just find it again. Yeah, you know that sure. for me, that writing because is the board a bit lazy. because when you find it that the game continues. I right? know because, like, because
0: so, that's what happened in the first movie. So is I that, know that the character? That, you know, for me, there's no new kid, writing. There's no new writing.
2: I, writing. writing I think the
1: disconnect that and I could be wrong is the reason why maybe it doesn't work for you as a video game is because there's no explanation as to why the same effects that took place for the with the board game becomes the video in the game. Video well, game. I was about to say that. Yeah.
2: It's ambiguous who creates Jumanji, right? in the story, the board game or this video sure. game. Yeah. Like is it some if evil there was an explanation force, as to like you know like yeah, like is it is some evil the... force or is it yeah. so so they are taking that they're taking it that they are um, it's like you know in English we have implied you. Yeah. You know, it's like implied that this thing just exists, right? And the evil force you mean. Yeah, whatever this thing is, yeah. right? And along the years, they built an Atari version of it. You know, like, I, it's just like, I get that too. I get that, like, we don't have the origins of, and maybe that's a third movie. Who knows? Yeah, a prequel cool to who, find who made Jumanji. And, maybe, I mean, I think if and he, maybe if Nick Jonas is still stuck in there, I don't know. Is he still stuck in there? Uh, I don't think I saw the second one. I saw the second one, and I don't remember out? if he got out or not. I can't remember. No, um, he got out in the first one.
0: But he was in the second he was one older, as well. He was right? in the second one. He
2: got out, he was older, and he had a kid. Well. That was the second one. Nick Nick Jonas' character outside, right? Well, it was Colin, was it was Colin Hanks, right? Is, yeah, he is, opens yeah, yeah. the door, and he has a son. I, I don't. Yeah, Colin that. Hanks plays right. Nick Jonas, Jonas in the game outside of the game. Right. Because he oh yeah he, that's He why. grows up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they get him out, and yeah. when he gets out, he's,
0: he's older. Yeah, he's called Hanks. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah.
2: So what I'm saying is, is like I could see a third one where maybe Colin Hanks' character gets caught up in something where he actually has to confront. Whoever created Jumanji or whoever's idea, this, whoever's power, this was whatever. To That's be honest, right? <laughs> to, be on- to be honest with you, I feel like this whole conversation about, uh, you know, 80s
0: movies that could, you know, be reinvigorated into the modern day cinema is a whole. Uh, conversation into itself so le- let me try to get back on track with top gun maverick a little bit <laughs> you know let me uh let me start off by saying i just fact checked myself with uh, the original top gun and i wasn't really that far off by saying 1500 percent recruitment um what the, did you say it, it was what actually 500 percent recruitment went increase yeah 1500 is kind of a lot uh, 1500 is kind of a lot <laughs> right you know yeah. that, that that's like everyone yeah. you know? that's like saying uh, for every one person 15 uh, additional people are, right. but still for every one person it, now it's uh, another five people that's still a lot uh, in re- in recruitment as far as i'm concerned
2: um you know i would say this, this was a much better of, advertisement for the navy than some of these i disagree uh, are wait 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 compared to some of the army all the other commercials per- that I see today. Oh, okay, Have fair. you seen some of these army commercials that look like video games? Oh, they're <laughs> awful. I'm like, what the hell are but, you trying to tell these people? But this is about Call of Duty a- that we're about to go out here no, like that's, Call of that's Duty? No, that's really what it is.
0: Like, but for what it's that- worth, I mean, that's kind of like <laughs> modern military right now is 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 turning into video games. I mean, they use video games in training for the military stuff. Yeah, I'm just you know, saying so like it's not that far like, I could off. I can see you know?
2: this movie like being like reinvigorating. Uh, like-
0: I, I disagree. I don't think that this movie I will have the intended recruitment effect that the original had. Yeah. And I
2: think that's because of the state of affairs in the world right well, now. Well, people don't like war. Exactly. And well, people have always not liked war. Yeah. what well, we have now is social media for people to instantly communicate about how I think much the world they is, don't like because war. Because the world is much more connected,
0: there's there's much there's there's more of a like you said. A, a non-war. I think that know. the
1: purpose of this movie was nostalgia. I don't think that. Yeah, I don't like, think I it was feel like The purpose behind the last one was because war was in the air, and you know, let's make a movie celebrating our our, our military. Right? This movie' sole purpose was nostalgia. Like, let's go back and. Yeah, I would say back. there
2: was probably no.
1: The reason why Navy
2: was brought in for this one wasn't necessarily yeah they were briefs probably and and their opinion you know they had to represent the navy in the way the navy wanted to be represented right. for this one but i think more so this was tom cruise trying to push this movie that he wanted to make yeah and cinema and the ability of cinema and they brought the navy in more so for Realism. can we do this Sure. can we put the cameras on these planes yeah. Yeah. and can we fly facts. like this and that's yeah. where the Navy was in I don't know if the Navy was like oh it's not ba- It's not bad this. advertising for the Navy it's not uh, yeah, but also lose. it but might not be lose, right? it's not their but it's priority not, it's
1: not, yeah. and it's not
0: the gain that they they yeah. got from the original Top Gun they're and not gonna get that same you're gonna, you're get, gonna, gonna same get people
1: game. who's gonna yeah. be interested but I feel like the purpose of this movie was nostalgia that's that's fair
0: and and for what it's worth it pretty much was and I think we're
2: living in a time of nostalgia right now honestly Obviously, and Anything. i don't know if if we i think it is just again this might i think this is just unique to this time in history i don't see any other time in history where people are going back and redoing things that were done like look we left 80s hairbands. they're gone they're not coming back it's up stranger things <laughs> nostalgia <laughs> what i'm saying is is what i'm saying is is like 80s wasn't going back and bringing 60s yeah Uh, kind Kind of. not on this level. Not Not on the the level. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Not like replications before created something new moving forward where we are currently in a time. So you think we're out of ideas? I think we uniquely, we live in a time where we have reached a certain point in history. And in our lifetime, we are seeing a... Super fast progression of technology, but because of how fast technology is progressing, we all inherently, humanly want to slow down and yeah. remember. Sure. And I think that hasn't happened at any point in history except right now. Yeah. And yeah. so I think that's affecting creativity as well. And it's affecting what we see being written and created. Um, and it's why a show like Stranger Things that pays tribute a la 80s and early 90s, is so popular. Right. Do you think that this movie could have lived without using the Top Gun name?
0: Would it have been it as was... good without connecting the, the nostalgia
1: of Top Gun? I feel like the move if we got the exact same movie but we replaced Tom uh, uh... Tom Cruise with a different actor.
0: No, like leave Tom Cruise in there. No, I, and just no. he's just a different character. He's not Pete Mitchell, he's he's no, Steve Marshall. But, but the reason why know? I
1: say that is because if you leave Tom Cruise, people was going to automatically yeah. connect it because there's of the, no of way the to premise. disconnect So replace Tom Cruise with okay, the enough. exact same movie. All right, movie. Christian Bale. Like get the exact same movie, same acting, same, like everything yeah. great. I feel like it would be one of those movies that you had the. Did you see that new movie? It was great. You should go check it out. Right. I feel like the fact it that would it, the name, it would be another movie, it would be a it, movie about Jets.
2: Yeah. But people would be like,
1: but but people wouldn't be rushing out to go see it. I think that they would. I think that they would. I don't think so. I I think that. Not in droves. I don't think it would make $150 million over the weekend. I feel like it would make half that. Well,
0: here's the thing. Okay, so just. I think that people would have gone to see it. It wouldn't have had a massive box office opening unless, you know, there was some kind of talk about it. But I think that this movie could have lived without Top Gun nostalgia, but it doesn't mean that it... it I think that the nostalgia factor makes it even better. I say the nostalgia
2: factor of nostalgia as to the, the series of Top Gun is the nostalgia that made this movie a success. Like... But the we, but the movie's good without the nostalgia. Yes, yeah, so I don't you know I don't saying? think
1: that this movie was good because of nostalgia. I think that the people are gonna go see this movie because of nostalgia. Like case in point, we had a um Terminator recent movie that everyone said it was trash, right? But everyone went out and saw it because they brought what was what's the 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 the, the girl's name from Terminator? The actress, the main, the first actress—they they brought, brought her, her back. back. Yeah. So that was a nostalgia thing that they brought in, and people ran out to go well, see it Well, and that Arnold movie. too.
2: Was it Arnold? Yeah, yeah, he was
1: in it as well. So I felt like had this movie, same quality movie, same everything. People would have gone to see it, but because oh, I like jets and I like that, and I like that type of like movie. I think, but because of the Top Gun name attached to it, is the reason why I think it's people tough. Would see it. I hear what
2: you guys are saying. I think it's you're saying that it's a good movie regardless of the nostalgia. I'm saying that I almost feel like that's a, chi- a, chicken be- a, a chicken before the egg situation where it's like, eh, I don't know if that's a what if that could even be a what if. In the current world we live in, like, yes, we can go to a movie because of nostalgia and say it's a bad movie, like Terminator, case in point. Or the Women's Ghostbusters. But was that a newer movie?
1: Yeah, it was, it was new.
2: Oh, um, but... The, the thing we can do... I think, yes, they succeeded in making a good movie. But I don't know if it works the other way around. And that's all I'm saying. I actually don't know if you can just... Same theme, just make a good movie. I think the nostalgia gave them a platform to make a good movie. Is what I'm saying. I don't know if you take away the nostalgia if you have the platform to make a good movie anymore. I don't know if a movie about pilots... It would just feel very. All right, you guys are pilots. And you're going to go save the
1: day. Yeah, I but mean, how, awesome was was really
2: how awesome was
0: the movie? How awesome was the movie? That was a movie about war. But I mean, just just on on its surface, just the cinematic quality of Top Gun: Maverick. How awesome was it without any of the nostalgia? Just seeing all the f- the f- the flight sequences and like. This you know, is true. Yeah, I understand that, what you're saying. And that's what I'm saying. What saying. Like, they
2: succeeded in successfully. It was a great creating movie. a you know a great movie. I agree. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because I, think I don't know I don't know I don't know if the navy would have agreed to go through all the hassle of figuring out yeah. how to put all these cameras on their planes without the Top Gun without name sure. and sure. without but, Tom Cruise. Okay, but well, that's the that's So then goodness. I'm like, do I we can, even then get Tom the movie? Do we, do we even okay, get the movie? so
0: let's say Tom Cruise is just the executive producer and he's not involved in making the film. I
2: still don't know if they would you go know? without the
1: Top Gun name. I, I think don't know. The fact, I, I don't actually, know. I can see what you're saying. I feel like the fact that it was Top Gun is the reason why they went the extra mile to do all the extensive work they put into this movie. So I would say that, but I the one thing, and I'm gonna bring this up, Jester, because I know that you don't like this franchise, but I feel Which like franchise Fast and Furious. I do like the franchise, but but, but, but but it's 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 died off. But 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 here's my point. I feel like people are gonna come back and see every Fast and Furious movie as long as everyone comes back. That's nostalgia for people. The and the reason why I say that is because Hobbs and Shaw did not perform on the same level and it's in the same universe. But you bring Vin Diesel... I don't Diesel, know what
0: the numbers are on... on uh, well, how, how what was the disparity? It's not even close. It's,
1: it's, not, was, even it's close. not even it okay. close. close. It's in close. the same universe. Yeah. But because Vin so Diesel So you D- think knows. that
0: people go to see the newer Fast and the Furious movies because,
1: because, of, because me, of the characters? If, I, I promise you, yes. I, I understand they are ridiculous. Because I but understand
2: that I'm about to watch, watch Vin, Vin Diesel... back for every movie. I, 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 that's all I want to see. I understand that I'm going to watch Vin Diesel drive a car off a 24 story building, fly then the helicopter is going to fly underneath. And he's going to he's going family he's gonna, the entire time. He's going to use the back end of the car to butt kick the helicopter <laughs> into a spin. The helicopter is going to crash into the building and a piece of the building is going to fly off and fly under the car and he's going to land on the car. Then he's going to surf the car down the side of the building and then they're going to land in the ocean. So the ocean, the water breaks the fall and then the car is going to go in the ocean and then the car has special abilities. So then it's going to turn to a boat and then he's going to drive away. And Then there's a submarine that's going to come and then he's going to... He's gonna ramp the submarine into the air jump out the car grab onto the next helicopter That's flying to the bottom of the helicopter climb into the helicopter kill the pilot steal the helicopter fly away like why you I'm just told the everybody system. the next Fast <laughs> right, and Furious, bro? The of that you just
0: you just straight up told everybody to move, the next Fast yeah, so. and Furious. Then I need to go.
2: <laughs> but I'm still gonna go watch it because I, fam- I, 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 I need to see the family. need to see the family end. I'm not. Yeah. And, and
0: I'm okay. Listen, I'm not because of that. Like I haven't seen any of the new. I, I want to say seven, eight, nine. I haven't seen either of those movies in theaters because they become so outlandish that the nostalgia factor isn't enough for me to but see look, how we ridiculous live in the movies are. This is my note. This is my note. Until it the, gets on TBS, and,
2: and I'll watch it a year the, later. This is my note to the uniqueness of the time that we live in. If you look at people that grew up in the '80s, the movie that had sequels was Star Wars, right?
1: And, and horror well, movies,
2: and the horror movies.
0: Maybe. Well, I mean, Back to the Future, uh, Jaws. Those those were also very big movies that had sequels. They did. Uh, so, uh, so Ghostbusters. So you uh, had a the
2: that had like sequels within your life like in like very close like where you could say from high school to adult life where like you had in the sequels. 80s you're talking yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. i was in 80s in high or school, 70s in, yeah. or 70s just looking in cinema yeah because right? star wars was this, 77 right when it first came yeah, out yeah so this yeah. is a s- movies that have this many yeah past three is a uniqueness to our lifetime past three past three um, it's a uniqueness to our lifetime.
0: Yeah, uh, except for Bond. That was that's the only one I would.
2: Bond's say. Bond's been going forever. Yeah, yeah. so you're right. <laughs> but but to our lifetime, this is this is a uniqueness. Sure, uh, extended
0: franchises like
2: Mission Impossible, past three. Yeah, past three. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sure. So we are experiencing something for the first time. We just have, It happens to be happening in our life. Yeah. So I can say. That I saw the first Fast and Furious when I was in high school. Yeah. And now I'm gonna see the last one. I don't know, maybe the last one will come up by the time I'm 40. Yeah. Right? And so I don't know. Like we're evaluating things that have never happened before. So am I gonna see all 10? I guess so, because guess what? Why not? Because they're there. Right? Like, that's how I feel about it. Because it's like, I started it when I was in high school. Yeah.
0: And but when you do, well when you do that, I, for me, I this is one of my favorite quotes, you know, is that what you allow, you encourage. Right? So, if you spend your dollars to go see subpar movies, but look, they're gonna make, then it's, they're going to continue it's making twenty years cars and driving guess, in space. That I make guess, no fucking I sense. I guess if a franchise
2: starts right now when a kid's in high school and it lasts the next 20 years... Then hey shoot they got something that I, they got something that I had but I just well I mean look at movies <laughs>
0: look at movies like like Harry Potter or uh, uh, Hunger Games how many Hunger Games were there
1: three, three. no four
0: right there's four okay there's, there's
1: three books they split the last book the, okay and movies. then
0: and then Harry Potter they did eight movies eight. but yeah, because, those movies
1: were based off of books though so they made a movie for each book
0: okay but there but it still is you know but again, an anthology of that of movies. happened
2: in. Our, sure, lifetime. our lifetime. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. No, I <laughs> And agree. if you look before that, it didn't happen But you like didn't that. go yeah. to those movies, you didn't go to see
0: all the Harry Potters because of nostalgia or all If of- you read the book, you see it. No, but you go, you go because you like, you like no, the but books. if You read the books, you did. No, I yeah. feel like, no, I feel like. But that that's sense, not nostalgia. You went and, you, went,
1: you, went, you that's not nostalgia. You went and saw because you, you, you read the book. That's not really nostalgia. You appreciate the story. But no, but I understand what you're saying. Like, I think you know. Just- My
2: thing is, this, is like, if if Fast and Furious ends, and they were like, damn, there was ten movies in Fast and Furious, and then somebody, when Fast and Furious ends, watches a movie that starts another twenty years of ten movies. It's because that trend started, and I understand what you're saying, is it started in our lifetime. And if I go watch the movie, then I encourage it to happen again for the next set of people that are going to have a a franchise last 20 years of their life. And so... I get that. I understand, but I think it's just we're just no going back. We're just here. It's just like we have. I mean, it, phones. it's fair. Like, I, it's I think just, uh, <laughs>
0: I, the underlying thing is, and this is the, really the point that I wanted to make is that Top Gun is so good that it didn't. If, in my opinion, Top Gun is so good. Uh, Top Gun Maverick was so good that it didn't even need the nostalgia. Like, granted, a lot of people will go because of nostalgia. I understand what you're saying. You know what I'm, I'm saying? saying. But and, I am saying that, I and it feel makes the like movie better. They but, couldn't
2: have made it as good if they didn't have nostalgia. I
1: That's think, what I'm saying. I think it's a little bit of both, and I would I would say that that just to like wrap it up a little bit i think that part of it is it was the reason why that it's good with special effects and everything is because of the name top gun but i also feel like if it was the same movie and it didn't have the 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 name on it it would still be a good movie right i can see that as well but i i can see a little bit of both i i can see a little bit of both Mm -hmm. but like, for what it's worth, you don't have to see
0: the original Top Gun to, you don't.
1: to- to There was a lot of people who didn't see the original Top Gun. And, 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 it still, and, they and really
0: movie. enjoy, you know, Top Gun Maverick, yeah. you know? Yeah. Granted, like, it makes more sense. Obviously, it will connect a lot of dots for a lot of right. people. Yeah. So you understand the story. Like, what the beef- the, the, the beef between, you know, Rooster and Maverick makes a lot more sense when you understand what happened to Goose. Sure, naturally. Like, they obviously talk about it and explain it, you know, a little bit in flashbacks in the movie, you know, but watching the original Top Gun makes- a A lot more sense when you watch Top Gun Maverick But you don't need to watch the original To appreciate you know The the newer version so
1: So I will will, Yeah I understand what you're saying I think that you know Overall I feel like it was a great movie Um, It definitely does play into the whole nostalgia Factor in in it but I feel like there's a lot Of movies that are coming out that's playing into nostalgia So we'll see hopefully they don't make another You know hopefully this is it And I think that would be like the bow on top With Top Gun but we'll see Any final thoughts regarding Top Gun, Uh, I mean, I'm
0: really happy uh, about this movie. I mean, I've been waiting for this movie, you know, for three years or four years. I mean, since it was originally announced. I never in a million years thought that there would ever be a sequel to Top Gun. I mean... Um, Top Gun, the original is not, you know, objectively not the best movie. Like, let's be honest. It's, it's a good, fun movie, but it's not, you know, a cinematic masterpiece. But, like, all-encompassing, like, entertainment value, blockbuster value, it, it is a, it's a good movie. It's a fun movie. You never really expected, you know, after seeing that movie that it would ever be a sequel. So, for me, it's just a pleasure. It's just, like, a really delicious piece of cake for me you know to that i'm able to enjoy you go know back into that world. to go back into the top gun world and granted i still go back i've seen top gun the original hundreds of times and that's not hyperbole i've seen it you know in multiple languages you know <laughs> i've seen it in the tv edits and the re- and you know all all the behind the scenes and the special documentaries and stuff i've seen it all so for me being in that world like it it's just it's amazing so to have a sequel be made that you never expect, you know, it's 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 pleasurable. I mean, if for me, I mean, and obviously I, there is a little bias and and as critical as I am with film, I feel like even though I have bias towards the Top Gun franchise, I feel like I can objectively say that this is this was a very, very good movie. Absolutely. Um, and I and I think that it. it I don't I don't want to see a sequel. I think that it, it is complete as it is. Um, I think that it will be very greedy uh, if they decide to uh, start franchising it out more right. and and make more films. So I think it, this is good let it let it rest on this movie uh, you know and I think that it, it fulfills a lot of people like you you feel fulfilled you're yeah. not left asking for more you know like I enjoyed the experience but I don't want more and I've already seen it twice you know and I plan to see it a third time in theaters and I don't want to see another Top Gun I just want to continue seeing this This one this Top Gun if that that. makes any sense yeah
1: I feel that what about you Richard any final thoughts about Top Gun Maverick I think you probably end the podcast on that statement that Jester just made there very
2: very poetic um yeah I don't want to see another Top Gun I just want to keep seeing this one yeah drop the mic um so anyways, uh, I will say that I feel like this movie, I, I mentioned it before, my biggest takeaway is that this, this movie cements Tom Cruise's legacy um, as an actor, but also as really diving into the art of filmmaking. Um, I think we've seen Tom Cruise in a lot of action movies, and sometimes, you know, I don't know if Tom Cruise has ever won an Oscar, um, because I just don't think the judgment of that award goes into the types of movies that he creates. But I do think there needs to be an I think award interview
0: for Vampire. I think that he may have won one, but let me look it up for you.
2: Uh, there needs to be an award for the type of what
1: he does, like a lifetime achievement as
2: like. an actor um, and dedicating his life to the craft. Yeah, um, I think for a very small man, he's played roles that are bigger than life, yeah, like quite literally. Yeah, and and he's done that extremely, extremely well. And you know, I think again there can only be at one this can like you know what i mean there's some type of people and some type of people that do certain achievements that it only happens once in a lifetime yeah. and for me right there will not be another tom cruise like it's just it can't like he's cemented himself in in a, in a position that i don't think can repeat it did he win an oscar so
0: he's been nominated three times he for um born on the fourth of july in 1990 jerry Maguire. Uh, in 97 ah, jerry and yeah. magnolia in 2000 so he's been nominated three okay. times and he's won zero yeah
2: jerry Maguire, i will say acting there was no stunts but he he killed it was that a, role. it was a very good yeah yeah yeah, yeah and he, he dove into that um but I, I just think for me, just knowing his influence on this movie, he too, might win a lifetime achievement you know, award. Like no, definitely, like know, he has to point, go down in 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 the history books. And we we're fortunate enough to see his career. I will watch the Mission Impossibles I've seen again. I guess you guys haven't haven't uh. Guest, I see series out to the end, uh, except Walking Dead. That's another podcast. True I story. gave it up, but this guy kept watching. No, I gave up. I gave up on Walking Dead too. I went longer than you did. Yeah.
0: I did go longer, but I definitely I gave up on Walking Dead too. But listen, but but Mission Impossible is a series unlike Fast and the Furious to me that has still continued to engage me and has improved over the years. So you, I'm able to continue watching.
2: Them. They and properly no Mission Impossible properly explains the ridiculousness where Fast and Furious doesn't do any explanation. Anyways. um Yeah. So for me, biggest takeaway, Top Gun, Tom Cruise. That's it. Like Top Gun, Tom Cruise's legacy. Like Facts. that for me. Is yeah, I can agree
1: with that as well. I would say my biggest takeaway is this movie gave me the summer blockbuster movie that like a feel-good movie we haven't had in a while. Like, I was just thinking, like, back in 2020, I think this movie was originally supposed to come out, and everything got pushed back to 2021. Well, you know, well, it was supposed to come out in 2019, but then they pushed it back because they wanted to film more intense action, action sequences. Then it was supposed to come out in 2020, but then they pushed it back again because of the pandemic, and then he pushed it back again because he saw, he wanted this movie to come out in theaters, and I think for me, the fact that Tom Cruise wanted this movie to be made, how it was made, and the importance and the, the time and effort and the energy that he put into this movie is my biggest takeaway. Like I'm, I'm a person of behind the camera and also in front. Like I, I grew up on theater, so I love production. I love why things are done and all those things and i feel like i can appreciate this movie so much because i now know that they put cameras inside of the cockpits and flown and they did all of those things and yeah some of the stunts may have been cgi just to protect the actors and also the stunt doubles but i also felt like there was a lot of things that was done practically that made it a little bit more like weighted for me so i think that everyone should see it whether you've seen the first one or not i also feel like this is probably gonna be one of my favorite movies of the year as well um but yeah I think this is a good movie, and I hope they don't make another one as well. Unless Tom Tom Cruise decides he wants to do it and it's for the right story, but I don't really see him doing it because I feel like he tied the story up in this, like he he put the bow on it, and that was it. So I don't see them doing another one, and I hope it stays away. He he rode off into the he sunset. Into the sunset.
0: I mean, the the film ends with him, you know, flying his plane into the sunset. So let's let's, let's, let's hope that it there. stays let's out there. there. Let's, let's leave it yeah, there. Exactly. You know? well,
1: I want to thank Jester and Rich for coming on the podcast again. I know this is a long one, you guys, but I enjoyed this talk. I knew that this was going to be a good one. And uh, I w- thank you guys for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Yo, thanks for having us. Yeah, man, this was great. Thank you so much for tuning into the Movie Bugle podcast. I had such a great time talking with Rich and Jester about top gun maverick i had such a great time watching that movie and i encourage everyone to go see it even if you're not a fan of the original uh, top gun or if you've never seen it but go check it out it's in theaters go see it on the biggest screen that you possibly can and once you see it head on over to my instagram page at the movie google let me know if you liked the movie if you didn't like the movie i would love to hear your thoughts about it i release my podcast episode every monday at 9 a.m pacific time and i will see you guys next week